0: questions you always had, the answers you were never given, the place to seek the truth.
1: Welcome to Veritas.
0: And to welcome the new year. Whether you believe it or not, astrology is a modality that has been around for thousands of years. The ancient ones used it, and we still use it today. Perhaps it can open a small window into the future. Greetings, I'm your host, Mel Fabrigas at Veritas Radio. If you want to listen to tonight's full interview and all of our material, click on the subscribe button at veritasradio.com. And if you want to get in touch with me, want to be a guest on this radio program, have a guest suggestion, or have feedback, just click on the contact button of our website at veritasradio.com. I always love to hear from you. And if you're into cryptocurrency, or are planning to, I've added a very short statement at the end of the program that I think you'll find useful. And since we're open-minded here, and it has now become a tradition to open the year decoding the future with astrology, tonight's special guest is astrological and spiritual consultant Jeff Harmon. His website is jeffharmon.com, and he joins us directly from Los Angeles, California. Hello, Jeff. Welcome back, and Happy New Year.
2: Oh, well, thanks for having me, Mel. It's always good to start the year with you.
0: It's a tradition now. So what's on the tip of your spear right now at the beginning of the year, Jeff?
2: Well, I mean, I'm still, you know, just just taking a deep breath after last year. And then when we look at the political scene, we look at the world scene and everyone polarized between the opinions I don't think I've in my lifetime ever seen. The world as staunchly opposed as it is now. I mean, everywhere I go, even in Los Angeles, if, if you are one party, you you are accepted. If you're not the right party, they hate your guts. You know, um, and uh, it's it's. I've never seen it quite like this. Have you?
0: No, 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 absolutely not. And you are living in a place. I, I almost joked around when I. Was, introduce you, saying Los Angeles. I almost said Los Angeles from the country of California, because California behaves like its own country.
2: It, it does. It's crazy. It's uh, Sometimes it's been referred to as the land of the fruits and nuts, and uh, there may be some truth to that. <laughs> Today, really? Fruits and nuts here in terms of agriculture. Right. Uh, but sometimes people get crazy, you know? I mean, it's it's been pretty bizarre, to say the least.
0: And folks, this is how fresh this interview is. Today, for the first time in history, the Dow Jones reached twenty five thousand points. And I believe it was the fastest one thousand points ever achieved. And I tell all the time, I deal in the SMP all the time, and the same thing. The last one thousand points, just like this. And I know, I know this is a game, this is a pyramid scheme, this is Legal gambling, I get that, but it's there, and it's helping the economy somehow. Somehow, even if you want to call it artificial, is this something that's going to continue on an upward spiral, Jeff, or yes. are you seeing the opposite?
2: No, I'm seeing it's going to go even higher. I think it's going to be a just an absolute roller coaster ride. I, I really do. I think the um, I, I, I mean, I don't want to use numbers here, but I wouldn't be surprised if it hit. 28 to 29. I, I really wouldn't. Um, I, I think it's entirely possible. And as you say, it's all a game of numbers. I mean, this, this is smoke and mirrors and yet it's real too, because when we look at how subjective the markets are, how they're completely driven by emotion, expectation, and people being willing to take a bet on something and, what, what I see here coming up, the astrology, you know, ancient astrology isn't really predicting the future. It's much more looking at cycles and energies. And what I see here coming up is um, the, the the equinoxes and solstice points were what were used. In other words, from Egypt E-Egypt forward, they had always cast charts when the sun ingressed in the spring equinox into Aries, then in the summer solstice into Cancer, and the fall equinox into Libra, and the winter solstice into Capricorn. Those are called the four cardinal points. And, you know, when I first got exposed to this stuff many years ago, I thought, well, come on, you know, how how could this really show any energy? And I have to say, they were correct. And I think why it's such an unprecedented time right now, and I've been saying this, you and I have talked about this for years now, we are heading into a new era. And this new era, astrologically, is marked by the winter solstice of 2020. Well, here it is, 2018. We are right on the on the crest of it. And I think we're going to see more polarization, more craziness going on. In fact, speaking about Donald Trump's chart, Donald Trump, I was certain, was going to win the presidency because when he was really – His only real opponent standing or left standing was Hillary. And when I looked at the primary directions, and again, citing Egypt and and India, those are the two places where this all seemed to rise up out of um, this ancient astrology. Um, the, the, The chart of Donald Trump was so strong using those techniques versus hillary's there's absolutely no way I couldn 't see Hillary winning in fact, interestingly enough, what 's happening right now on the stage, of course, Steve Bannon is all over the news right now because No, we 'll
0: talk about Steve Bannon no. in a few minutes, sure
2: yeah exactly but but billary is too. I call her billary um because she just had a primary directed Saturn conjuncting the sun, now plain English on that. That's not an easy aspect. And what I love about primary directions is they can only happen once in a lifetime. They cannot happen twice because she'd have to live 360 years older to have this primary direction happen again, just just to give you the gravity and significance of that. And just like conversely, Donald Trump had the primary directed sun conjuncting the ascendant. Now that won't ever happen again in his lifetime. And I guarantee you, he won't be president again ever in his lifetime. He can only happen once. So these are huge, huge things. And look at what's happening. We're hearing all kinds of rumors bubbling that the email, the the Uma Abedin and and the email scandal may be reopened. We've got the justice department circling the fire. Jim Comey, maybe possibly getting himself in the ringer here. So this is unprecedented stuff. And, and, uh, Um, The the astrology is indicating it. Trump has this primary directed Uranus conjuncting Mars between now and interestingly enough, the 21st, which is the summer solstice of 2018. So if you think the news has been uh, colorful, we have seen nothing yet. I, I think it's just going to be a circus between now and this summer with with that whole charade. Mueller, um, what we see going on with with uh, Jim Comey, uh, Steve Bannon's just throwing more wood on the fire. It's just it's just more speculation, and, and I don't think what he's saying is going to have any real gravity. But but it's it's going to be bizarre. That's what the astrology says between now and the summer. And we've I wouldn't be surprised. Trump has to be very careful Uranus conjuncting Mars can be outright dangerous Um, and that could equal assassination attempts it could equal him literally having physical danger Um, even though he's probably one of the best protected persons on the planet um, it's certainly the astrology is crazy I, I told my wife Camille a story about 30 years ago I had Uranus squaring Mars and I was going to meet my father on on a motorcycle trip. So I was in Wisconsin and I'll never forget remembering what Uranus Mars aspects are like. I was on the 894 bypass on a motorcycle was a touring bike, a Goldwing. And I remember this truck was in front of me and a five gallon can of paint flew off the back and a bunch of tools and they're all pummeling my windshield and bouncing off my fairing. I'm going, oh my God, this is crazy. You know, I'm doing 65 miles an hour on a freeway. And then I thought, okay, well, I survived that. And that must be it. Oh, hopefully it's over. So I pull into a gas station up in Madison, Wisconsin, filled up, was getting back on the freeway. And they had just painted the white lines on the on-ramp, but they forgot and they sanded, you know, they they put that white sand on there. And they forgot to put up cones. And I hit it, accelerating, and the bike went back and forth and back and forth. And I ended up skidding out. And thank God I didn't get hurt badly. It was just a little scummed up. But that's you're in a square Mars. Well, this is Trump has the conjunction happening between now and this summer. So, you know, I I can tell you, it's going to be pretty bizarre at the least.
0: I remember back in December 2008, when I did my first uh, interview, our economy had just crashed. You could see the despair in people's faces. Things are different now. And I'm looking at all the headlines, as I said at the beginning, Dow 25,000. I expect the s p to be 3,000 before the end of the year, 250,000 new jobs in December, layoffs, the lowest since 1990. Yet we still see, and again, I, I, I didn't want to make my shows political, and that's not my intent. I'm just providing what's out there. I talked about the left back in 2008. I'm talking about the right because they're in power now. but. I'm looking at things positively. Things are happening to people they are getting jobs, they're employed, they're, they're making money, they can provide for their families. We see a brighter future when it comes to that. At the same time, you still see a lot of people that want to see him impeached, want to th- see things go this south for the administration. Why do you think this continues to happen?
2: Well, again, I, I, it's the, you said it perfect. You just struck a chord when you said to me, you started your first show in 2008 and the, the banks were crashing. That's a really interesting point you brought up. And I'll tell you why. And I've said this to you before. The astrology, 9-11 happened exactly on the Saturn Uranus opposition. Then the square, and then, of course, that's 2001, right? Right in the summer of 2001. And then in 2008 to 2009, the banks crashed when Saturn and Pluto squared. Now, here's what's coming up, and this relates to why we're seeing the insanity right now. It's uh, Saturn and Pluto are going to conjunct. In 2019, in fact, precisely, it appears, I got that date written down right here, looks like it's going to be happening exactly on January 11th of 2020. So this is really close again in the spring of 2019. So even though we're talking about 2018, we have to realize astrology isn't just, oh, it's that day. These energies are in what we call an orb of influence. and. We are, th- these are big broad brush stro- strokes or cycles, if you will. So we are sitting in the shadow of this Saturn Pluto conjunction. Plus, more importantly, we are looking at a 240 year cycle ending and a new one beginning on the winter solstice of 2020. So when you back this up to 100,000 feet, and you say, okay, well, wh- what's happening? The frenzy, the insanity, the, the energy we're feeling right now, the polarization, that's of course, if you engage in that consciousness, I like to throw that one in there too, because we all can step back and just rise above it too. But when you immerse in what I call the lower consciousness of society, it's insane. And I personally think, like George Carlin said, the owners love this stuff. I mean, look at the ratings it's causing and look at the circus we see in the media. I mean, never before have the media ever in, you know, when I say media, I'm throwing Fox News in there too. All of them are part of the, the herd and it's just insane. And, and this Saturn Pluto conjunction is contributing to this. If, if I had to come up with a simple, plain English word, what does it mean, Saturn-Plural Conjunction? If you look at the glyph of Saturn, it's the cross over the crescent of the moon. In fact, I have a really interesting video coming out on YouTube, which speaks about the antiquity of the icons or glyphs of the planets. They actually come out of the... Uh, Something called a doxology. It was added to the Lord's Prayer in Christianity in about the third to fifth century, somewhere in that area. And it's very ancient. It comes from quite possibly the Adam and Eve. Story when, um, and I don't believe it's a story, I actually believe it's true, um, in the Bible, uh, where thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever and ever. Amen. All the glyphs come from that. So if you look at Saturn, it's this cross over the crescent of the moon. Pluto, even though I know the astronomers are moving it in and out of being a um, planet, of course, now they're. Gonna put it back in last I heard. Um, but in astrology, I find it's right on and its glyph is the sun over the crescent of the moon over the cross. Plain English, fascism, absolute outright fascism. This is where, you know, Hitler meets Mussolini meets fascism. It's just out and out tyranny and always like everything in the universe, action, opposite reaction. This is what we're seeing.
0: Now, you mentioned the owners. I'm always thinking that maybe I discuss this with you even as prematurely as last year. I get this feeling that they really want Mike Pence and they would go through anything to get him out there. Your take on that?
2: I don't know. That's a good question. Um, And actually, I, I actually have a chart rolling right now. I think personally trump's gonna survive he's he's the guy who goes through the the intersection and there's a 12-car pile-up keeps on going and somehow comes out of the smoke and fire and survives um but smoke and fire there shall be um i i would say
0: wait you said smoke and fire shall be i guess are you looking at possible war
2: well i think we're gonna see some real trouble here um and again, I don't like to contribute to fear porn, as they call it, um, cause I'm very positive and I think the world's not going to end. I don't believe in that. Um, I, I think it will keep moving on. Uh, I'm a real fan of the report from Iron Mountain. I don't believe that was a hoax. And I think there's always been the war machine. The owners keep going because it's very profitable to keep going. It's, it's like, um, Rockefeller said he makes more in one day of uh, I think it was Rockefeller or Rothschild said he makes more in one day of war than he does in years of peace. So, yeah, I, I do. And I think this thing with North Korea. And I, I, I hope I'm right about this. I don't think it's going to get a lot of legs. Um, in other words, I don't think he's the formidable threat that the media is whipping up. I, I, I tend to think the bigger threat is the sleeper cells that are everywhere right now, um, more with Iran um, and the whole terrorist network that is out there. That one scares me a lot more, uh, especially when you look at what's happening with Israel and the recent events. I, I don't think the moving the embassy there is that big a deal. I mean, come on, Israel's always had the capital, be Jerusalem. So for for a long, long time, it, I think the acknowledgement of it is just adding more fuel to the fire. What it looks like to me, the astrology says here this summer, particularly uh, there's a Mars-Saturn conjunction, which happens every two years, but it's happening late spring, March into April. And that's coinciding with a lot of stuff coming up. I'm not saying North Korea isn't going to continue to be an issue, but look at we've already heard. He's Kim Jong Un is now trying to open talks with the with the uh, the border of of South Korea. So already it shows force is maybe melting him more than you know the handing him more money like Bill Clinton and, and Obama did.
0: I think that Kim Jong Un and all that dynasty is simply a puppet that's beneficial in the absence of a cold war. If we didn't have a King Un there, then what? Then we would be going towards Iran and all these leaper cells and all these false flags, Las Vegas and the rest of them. And believe me, I know people died there. It's not that it didn't happen. But who was behind it is the question. There are many unanswered questions. And all these leaper cells, every so often we see a shooting here, there, a mass shooting there, in my opinion... This is all the majority of them are orchestrated to keep us at a state of
2: war. I think you're right. I'd love to say that isn't true, but I think you're right. Um, There's pretty compelling evidence to that as well. In fact, I remember you were in contact with Camille, I think, on Facebook. And I, when that Las Vegas thing happened, I was like, oh, my God, you know, how horrible. And I cast a chart on it. And it really fits the report's. That are happening, like for instance, the investigation has probably been as untransparent (laughs) as you can get. Um, It's it's been absolute insanity when you look at the way they followed evidence, the FBI handler that came in, and all the weird stuff that's been around that. Plus reports of helicopters and fire coming from different locations. Uh, You can't make this stuff up. I mean, you know what they say about rumors; they're usually true. And this one definitely sparks some real.